Hello and welcome. My name is Ryan Johnson, and this is the Saltcast. And today, everybody, this is our first podcast of the year, 2023, and we're kicking it off right with Danny, Jason, and Paul. Welcome, guys, and good morning. Hey, y'all. Morning. Hey, good morning. <laughs> yo, yo. You may be wondering I like why that. I'm laughing. <laughs> we're kicking it off right. We're kicking it off right. That's right. <laughs> Just before we came online, there was a chorus of uh, beautiful throat clearing. Uh, everybody was hitting a good bass, so that had me smiling as we uh, clearing off, online. Clearing up the cobwebs, you know. <laughs> it's been a month. <laughs> it's been but, too long. Uh, so usually at the beginning of the year, you know, you'll hear things like "New Year, New Me," right? Mm. And I think, and I think, out of the four of us, that's Danny. Danny has finally kind of taken off the hat and is showing off his long, <laughs> beautiful hair. Luscious locks. So if you're not watching, look us up. Look it up on YouTube so you guys can see Danny's Danny's wondrous hair. Yes. I'm not bitter because I think it's a bad look. I'm, I'm bitter because I'm jealous. <laughs> <laughs> but. For us at PJ Co., we say new year, new tax, new changes. Um, so today, guys, I'm hoping that you can cover kind of uh, what we can expect 2023. What are some new changes? Usually, beginning of the year, there's some there's some new changes in the sales tax world, and you know what companies should be doing uh, when it comes to the new year and looking over their situation and and you know what direction they should be going and what they should be looking at well it's a great question because what you typically don't see as you turn a new year um, are reductions in tax or items that were once taxable falling off the list of taxable items um, i say that even though there are some states that are trying to uh, move groceries off the list of taxable items in their state, but there's actually some states looking to tax grocery items. And so um, you, you don't always know what you're gonna find, but um, we would probably even tout that if if you're looking at the new year, um, maybe you're looking at the, the new month and even the new quarter, because on the month, on the quarter, on the year, um, it's, it's not uncommon for states uh, across 45 states that impose a sales tax uh, in their legislation to make changes throughout the year. But it's especially important as you turn a new year to really look back and see what states did and what they might be looking to do. Probably some of the most notable items in, in this year as we, as we turn the corner um, is Missouri's economic nexus legislation and marketplace facilitator legislation, as you hear us call it most of the time. That's not the name of the law, but that's the, the generic uh, efforts that the law imposes, right? Uh, we're we're going to require you to register and collect our tax if you, if you meet a certain economic threshold uh, in sales to our state. And um, we're going to make marketplace facilitators the responsible party when it comes to collecting tax when you sell on their platform. Um, that law is the last one in all of the states that impose a sales tax to uh, have those two uh, legislative acts uh, become effective, 1-1-2023. So if you're not registered in Missouri, you're doing business in Missouri, or you're making sales into Missouri, definitely a state you need to look at and uh, get compliant in. Um, 
you always want to take a look, I think, across the board at your nexus um, state by state as you cross these thresholds, right? Most of the states that impose an economic nexus legislation are looking at the, the last calendar year, though some may be looking at uh, a rolling 12 months. Um, but Missouri's a big deal as uh, it becomes the last holdout. It impacts a lot of businesses, right? Because um, much like, I mean, the last time we saw an economic nexus uh, law change was back in Florida and Kansas in mid-2021. So uh, it's the last state, so the final one to enact it. And if you have more than $100,000 in total sales in the state of Missouri, then now you have a responsibility to collect and turn the tax on. Whereas before it was, you know, back to the old days, the old uh, physical presence days, where before the state can impose you collect their tax, more or less. Um so Missouri is a big one for, for a lot of companies. It's also a big one for those who are selling through a marketplace facilitator because where they were responsible for collecting <clears throat> the tax as a result of having inventory in the state, now the marketplace facilitator in Amazon is responsible for collecting it. So you know, if you're doing business in Missouri, whether through your own website, through a marketplace facilitator, this legislation impacts, impacts everybody. So it's huge. Yeah, some of the and specifics it's not always, around – Oh, go ahead the marketplace facilitator with Amazon sellers, right? You have some companies that sell strictly on marketplaces, right? We, we talk yes. to a lot of, especially foreign entities, right? Foreign companies that then, you know, enter the marketplace here in the U S um, and they do it mainly or typically through these marketplaces. And, uh, we, we see a number of companies that at this point are only registered in Missouri or have only been registered in Missouri because they were the, the holdout, <laughs> right? They were the, the one mm -hmm. state mm -hmm. where they still had some responsibility to collect the tax being a, you yeah. know, exclusively selling on, uh, being that they exclusively sell on marketplaces. So, and then you also have some that still, you know, they, they sell through the marketplace and also sell on their own website. However, their website sells are very small. Right. It's a very a small percentage of their overall sales. So there's the question of whether or not they have material responsibility at this point. Yeah. So some some companies may be looking at Missouri and realizing they need to get registered. Right. Other companies who only sell on marketplace facilitator platforms, maybe they've been registered in Missouri only. Maybe there's some other states that require registration, but. Uh, the materiality is not enough for them to really want to comply necessarily to file zero returns each month. Um, and so for some companies, Missouri might be a state where they've uh, been registered and um, may want to deregister if, if they're not the responsible party to collect the tax. Now, obviously, I'm not advising anybody on this podcast to go deregister in any given state. And as you've heard us say before, I'm also not advocating that you just go register without chatting with us so that you understand what your potential risk might be. Um, but I wanted to bring up another topic on, on uh, New Year's, new taxes, <laughs> New Year, new me. Um, and, and that is it's it's not always, you know, legislation as I don't, I don't want to call it popular in the way that it's famous, but uh, maybe the the uh, Wayfair issue is infamous, <laughs> but it's not as popular across the marketplace as far as an understanding. And that is that you also need to be aware that states change their tax law. And one of the ways that they do it is they can change rates, but they also 
uh, adopt new items as taxable, which may not have been previously taxable. And um, Kentucky is one of the big ones right now. We've talked a lot about, um, you know, uh, digital goods taxes that our uh, states are trying to enact and, and having a little bit of struggle actually in doing that. But um, Kentucky has passed some new legislation that taxes um, services that weren't previously taxable in the state of Kentucky. And so just r really just being in a position to even know that a state is taxing new items and what that means for you in ensuring that you're compliant and responsible in the process of actually collecting tax on those items that you sell or those services that you perform. You know, it, it's big time for those who use autom or those who don't use automation. You know, those who are just um, determining whether or not their services are taxable and, and turning the tax on or turning tax off for certain products or services they're selling. If you're using automation, right, it's one of the things we talk a lot about because it's a, lot, a benefit in using automation because the automated partner who's integrated with your ERP or shopping cart or what have you, they stay up to date on whether those services are now taxable or not, but it's a good thing to always give a once-over, to give it a, a double check as you stay up to date on your services and whether or not they are taxable. You see legislation changes or you rely on a partner such as Peisner Johnson to, to keep that updated um, or keep you up to, to date on those. Um, it's, a, it's a real, real game-changer. Still silent type. What, what I was I was actually gonna see how long we could remain <laughs> silent on the podcast, how awkward it could actually get. Um, uh, we don't always uh, catch each other's cues, and um, if you haven't noticed already, uh, our podcast is not scripted. <laughs> so often uh, it's a it's a topic that uh, we consider and and then we discuss around that topic. So. I don't know if any, and sometimes you'll find that we talk over each other because of that, because yeah. it's not scripted. But anyway, uh, I can't go that long uh, <laughs> in, in awkward silence. Well, and most people that know me, especially this group, knows that I'll either start talking or I'll elaborate on something that somebody else said. But um, <laughs> kind of to wrap up the topic, um, I, I would just encourage everybody when a new year turns like this, um, really consider looking at your last year of activity state by state. Obviously, the three questions we always uh, want you reminded of to, to simplify this is state by state. You just need to understand whether you have nexus. And don't forget the fact that physical nexus in a lot of ways that you may not be thinking about could create nexus or have created nexus prior to any economic nexus that might be in play. Uh, so question number one, do I have nexus? Question number two is what I sell taxable. Uh, it's critical to understand state by state what their legislation uh, requires you to collect tax on. Recognizing that states can adopt additional items, services, 
whatever the case may be, as taxable. N not only can they say, okay, we've decided this service is going to be taxable, but because of other audits, because of other uh, litigation and other things that have happened, it might just simply be there's been a service that's been taxable on the books for a long time, but now based on the definition of that service, it now incorporates something that you do that traditionally may not have been in the taxable category. A good example is New York and working with New York IT services in general are not taxable. Um, but security services are taxable. And um, New York and taxpayers have been fighting for years and years and years now on whether an all-inclusive IT package um, is taxable because it includes monitoring which the state deems as a security service. Um, or if it's separately stated, it's taxable. And they go back and forth, back and forth. And this creates a lot of heartache. Um, for taxpayers, and it used to create a lot of heartache for New York taxpayers, but now because of economic nexus, it creates a lot of issues uh, for companies who are providing these services potentially in New York, but they're situated outside of New York. Um, so that's just one little example, but you really need to look at it, and you don't need to just look at it um, once a year. You, you probably want to be looking at it month to month, quarter to quarter for any types of changes or legislation or litigation that's occurred. And also because those thresholds are looking at sometimes a rolling 12 months, not just the, the previous year. So do I have Nexus? Is what I sell taxable? That's sometimes a tricky one. Get a hold of us if you need uh, more help or assistance on that. And then the third one is, am I the responsible party for collecting the tax, right? Am I selling it out of my own company? Am I performing the services? Is it on my own website? Is it my own brick and mortar? Am I doing the deliveries? Am I doing the transportation, et cetera? Or is my sale directly through a marketplace facilitator who might be the responsible party? That can sometimes get a little bit tricky. Um, it's a little more complex when you're doing both. And so you definitely want to collaborate on that. So we'd say get in touch with us. But um, we hope everybody's having a fantastic new 2023. We're excited on what 2023 looks like for us. Uh, and we're excited to talk to more of you uh, in a collaborative way to help you resolve any concerns or issues that you have and, and try to help bring peace of mind and good rest and sleep at night. We don't <laughs> want you staying awake when it comes to sales tax. Yeah, hopefully, hopefully we didn't just ruin everyone's 2023 talking about new taxes. It's one thing to like talk about tax, but new taxes, I'm triggered. Yeah. So sorry, guys. Don't, don't, don't be mad at us, though. We're just the messenger, right? And, That's and, right, yeah. And, and, and the like we're saying, peace. Yes, come, come talk to peace. us about it. Yes. We're, we're throwing it out there to trigger you guys just so we can provide some therapy when you come talk to us. That's right. That's right. Yeah. The ghost of sales tax past, the ghost of sales tax present. Today, we're the ghost of sales tax future. We're helping you understand what lies ahead so that you can get compliant and have peace of mind. That's amazing. Um, I would just like to add that, you know, I was very comfortable during that silence. There's, there's no awkwardness between us. <laughs> I I have you, you've played that game before with your kids in the car, Ryan, right? Oh yeah. I mean, you can only you can only answer what so many times and then you just kind of shut down, but Why? Sure. <laughs> it's like, um but from what I can tell is and you guys correct me if I'm wrong, states can change 
their laws at any time. It's not like every January you need to be looking at it, but it could be any time. Mm-hmm. So at, at the very least, you should be doing some sort of nexus analysis once a year. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, at the very least. At the very least. It's probably more common to have changes come out January 1 or July 1, you know, at the mid-year, but I mean, we've seen them mid-month before. So, yeah, they certainly can uh, change legislation and enact things as they please. <laughs> Good luck, taxpayers. <laughs> when there's a shortfall, we make changes, essentially. Yeah. yeah. So thank you guys so much for jumping on. Um, we look forward to, you know, talking to you our audience on a what's next call very soon and we hope to see you on another one hey happy friday the 13th make it great oh nice i didn't even realize that all right lucky day (laughs) it's my mom's birthday that's how i remember